Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Cover 2 TV. I'm back. No one knows this time disappeared. Um, other, you know, you, you you had a nice little chat about why I wasn't there last week. Um, I, it was my father-in-law's birthday. I did enjoy it. Uh, thanks for talking about me. It's always good to be on your mind. Stay isn't with us. Don't know why. I haven't spoken to him. But Jenna is here <laughs> to join me. And I can't wait, to be honest with you, because we get to talk about one of the games of the season. Nay, the game of the season. And we get to talk about one of the games of maybe the decade of all time. Because the Rams beat the Chiefs, Jenna, by 54 points to 51 points. Now, just before we get into it, I haven't been so happy with the scoring side of things this year. I think there's too much scoring generally speaking but my way did i enjoy that game of football yeah that was everton that was liverpool versus newcastle in the 90s that was the prestige of chris nolan films that was hagler hands that was the best thing ever just ever that was rocky four it was just the best way it's butter on bread <laughs> all right let's not go too far okay yeah, what am I doing? I'm just, you know what i got sucked into it i got swept up it's nearly christmas yeah and i went too far I know, i'm yeah, sorry we've had the early christmas it was just it was we had all this hype about this game is it's going to be the best ever it What's it going to be with these two incredible offences? You've got the old school of Andy Reid, the new school of Sean McDermott. you got Patrick... Sean McVeigh, even. McVeigh, yeah, that's... Sorry. There's a big mistake to make, to <laughs> be fair. Let's big, just say that. Yeah. It would not be a McDermott offence. Kind of ruined me flow there as well. You were, like, rapping almost. <laughs> I was expecting yeah. you to turn up on Don't Flop. Nah, that was... Yeah, we, we've, we've had our Don't Flop talks. <laughs> Maybe ten years ago. Um, but yeah, it was just we, this game had all this hype, and then we had the issue with it getting moved from Mexico to LA. How would that affect it? We've then just saw the best game because we saw what modern day defense in the NFL is gonna be, and it's gonna be just creating. <laughs> you bend over? No, but it's gonna be creating these incredible. Because when we were saying they're playing well, it was just creating incredible moments that can change games. And ultimately, it's a defensive it's a, play that ends You're up. right. It's it's not a consistency to being a great defence. It's a player in a moment. It's Aaron Donald getting his two sacks and stripping the ball. And, and, and then, um, what's his name? Samson Abukam picking the ball up. It's the interceptions. It is. You're, you're right. And we, we've spoken so often over the years of about that, that Patriots defence and Ben don't break and all that. And there was, listen, there was a lot of breaking going on. It but broke the, in the Super Bowl very badly. Yeah, but... <laughs> Equally, those standout moments are why the Rams won. Yeah, um, that's it. It's all about creating more turnovers for your defense than the opposition does, and that's what we saw. I mean, in the end, I mean, do we want to start from the beginning or do we just want to go? Whichever you want to do, mate. Let's just go with it. Let's well, go just go fun. with it. Like we've been talking about, Marcus Peters is having a bad season. You know, the former the guy who got Jetson by the Chiefs and everyone's like, well, isn't he a good player? And he's been terrible on the Rams. He's getting picked up. He's getting picked on constantly. And then when it's the two-minute drill, Mahomes throws Donald in his face. Who was there to make the pick with two minutes to go? It was Marcus Peters, which should have been the game-ending pick, but it wasn't. No, and it, it was just... 
turned on Game Pass. I, I couldn't stay up for it. I've got two young kids, and I'm up at like about an hour and a half after the uh, the game would have finished. So I started watching it this morning. I didn't know I was going to finish watching it this afternoon, and I was looking at it when it came up, and it was like three hours forty eight, and I was like, well, there's not going to be a lot of running going on in this yeah. game. Um, and you can that it almost spoils it that sometimes the game pass even just seeing the time. I was thinking the whole way through. I was thinking, oh well, I was right. There's not a lot of running, but this is going to end up in in overtime in some way, shape, or form. As it turns out, the fourth quarter lasted about six and a half hours because everything either went seventy-five yards for a touchdown, it was returned for a, a you know, it was an interception. There was not much of anything other than let's just launch the ball really far and see how we could go. But it was thoroughly enjoyable and really, really exciting. And I'm going to throw my, my neck out on the line here and say that Tyreek Hill is the best player in football. I'm not Non-quarterback. Sure. I'm not sure about that, but one thing he is, is he's so fast. He's like a Madden cheat code. It's just like you give him all the speeds that he can catch you. I mean, um, Sam Shields just couldn't handle him. I don't know why you're going one-on-one. With Tidy Hill anyway, I don't understand that defensive choice. I mean, Bugger was loving that, wasn't he? Did you, did you hear him earlier on in the comments? And he's like, uh, Wade Phillips has told us that Sam Shield can can go go match him up. Can someone tell Wade, Wade Phillips that he can't? And then he's like, <laughs> and it happened again. He's like, can someone tell Wade Phillips? And he was laughing his head off because he just found it funny. Like, there's there's no one in the league that can keep up with no, him. No, no one, no one even Cooks can't keep up with yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. I think you need to pour pressman coverage on him and know he's going to come off the line of scrimmage but you need to get some hands on him and then when he goes over the top your safety's got to be there I know they've got to take other options away I know you've got other weapons but he's just, you can't be getting done with 75 yard touchdowns or maybe you can maybe the option is let the um, chief score the explosive plays so you get the ball back instantly and get a chance rather than letting the clock go I, I must admit the one, the one thing that really surprised me about this game and it was the fact that Gurley wasn't used too much. I mean, he had uh, 12 carries, 55 yards, averaging only 4.6. Now, I say only 4.6 because it's Todd Gurley. You know, he's got the most yards from scrimmage and he's going up against the passer and Pat Mahomes, who's got the most touchdowns on the year and got the most um, yards as well. Now, that's the first time since 1970 major yeah, that actually the most scrimmage yards is going up against the guy with the most passing yards and touchdowns ever. Did you know that? No, that was a new stuff for me. There you go. Someone's been hitting the R Google. Thank you, NFL <laughs> app. Yeah. Um, I, th- I was, this is interesting because me and Steve spoke about it and I said, well, the way to beat the Chiefs, the Patriots have put the blueprints out and it's run the ball. It's keep them off the field and it's eat up the clock. Yeah. And we were talking about how we think this is going to be a 25 run game for Todd Gurley. And he just ignored that and went, nah, fuck that. We're, we're going to match you blow for blow. It's it, a man, we've jumped around the scenes in Rocky where they go round for rounds and you just see the punch to punch. I was really looking for that gift last night and couldn't find it. It was so annoying me. Um, I can imagine but, it was. The, 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 the mad thing is, it felt like he was... It actually felt like, I don't know whether he was a bit injured or something, because there was a series where he was completely taken out for, is it Brown there, back up running back? And it was at the point of the game, I think it might have been second quarter or something, I was thinking to myself, why is Gurley not in here, like, you know, first down, second down, third down? Why has he missed an entire series? And now I don't know if anything's come out to say when he just, just finished the game before we started filming, because, you know, more important to watch the game than read the news around the game. But that... I, I, that, that's what crossed my mind as I was watching the game and to only see him have 12 carries 
looking at the way that he was running, it didn't look like he was injured. But I wondered if they were preserving him slightly. I this was I remember like thinking I think it was like the second quarter or something. He was out and I was like, I wonder why Todd Gurley's not in this because even on third downs, I mean Gurley's been proven that he can catch out the backfield. And he's a great blocker as well. Yeah, he's a great blocker. And then you're just thinking, wouldn't you show him anyway, just to you know as a decoy at least? But within, I it completely slipped my mind as this game went on because it was just. One explosive play after another explosive play. What we did see is um, people were talking about maybe what what would the Cooper Cup um, mm. with him being gone for this season? What we see there, we just saw Reynolds fill in and nice. do the exact same thing. It was next man up. We're going to stick to our offense. This is what we do, and it just came further than Reynolds. So I, I'm just I don't know what's going on with Gailey, but I think there was that many other explosive plays. I quickly forgot that he didn't play until you mentioned it again to me. Yeah, it's, it's it's absolutely mad that Reynolds was brilliant actually, and Goff himself was superb. You know, thirty-one of forty-nine, four hundred and thirteen yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. Obviously, loses two fumbles. Compare that to Pat Mahomes, who went thirty-three of forty-six, four hundred and seventy-eight yards, six TDs, three interceptions though, and two fumbles. And that was the story of the game. That's what split the teams at the end of it. I mean, fifty-four, fifty-one. It's fucking scandalous <laughs> it is it's fucking ridiculous but it was so good to watch now it was coming into this game as we come towards the end of the game there's one thing I want to see and I want to see Pat Mahomes get the ball needing to drive down the field in the two minute drill this is where the best quarterbacks make the name this is why Tom Brady is the greatest of all time because everyone knows two minute drill he's marching down that field in the biggest game and winning Aaron Rodgers we know he's somehow going to throw a Hail Mary and win or Mike McCarthy's going to punt yeah, Mike, Mike McCarthy's going to Mike McCarthy and get fired. Please, please fire him. Actually, don't. That's quite a funny yeah, thing. Please, please don't. And <laughs> it just looks like Rodgers is getting dead pissed off and maybe yeah. he'll take care. Or fire him and hire Marvin Lewis. If there's any option, can we please do that? Marvin Lewis to Green Bay. Let's make it grand. But yeah, what the point does anyway making is... That's where the money is, and I think we saw that Patrick Mahomes, for all the talents he's got, he had two shots at it, and he threw two interceptions. I know there's pressure in his face, but my thinking is, not that he's not going to be great, but that's where he is. That's where you see the rookie rawness. Yeah. Well, not basically, basically, basically it's the rookie rawness, and that's what we saw that. That's what he needs to learn, it's that two-minute drill. This is the thing, no, Jeno. He hasn't needed to learn that so far, so this game will be good for him. You know, he's he's come up against it, uh, you know, a tough game against New England. They ultimately lose that game. He's going up against one of the other top offenses in the league, probably uh, maybe third best offense in the league behind, I'd say, the Saints, the Chiefs, and then it's probably the Rams for me personally. But what you re- what you've got to remember is the blowing teams away. It's his first season as a starter, so when's he going to learn this? Well, no, that's now's that. the time because you get into playoff territory and he doesn't know what he's doing then you're out yeah, that's straight that. away so you're not having a go at him and I understand yeah. that but equally this is all part of his development this will make him a better player just like I think he was a better player after the Patriots loss yeah yeah that's what I mean I'm saying this is a learning yeah, experience exactly. for him I mean he had he's had his first attempt at trying to go for Run the last final two minutes to win his game, and he come up short. That's fine. And he's also going against the best defensive player it's, in football. I mean, they all talk about why, why Michael Jordan was so good at um, you know last second shots to win games because you used to say, well, you miss every shot you don't take. So then he's gonna have that learning space, and that's only going to do him well later on. But I just mean there is that little sign. Uh, 
there's still room to improvement. There's still room. There's still places for Mahomes to go. Of course, of course, and I think everybody would agree with you there. And, and there has to be because he can't be the finished product. You know, Tom Brady took 15 years to get to the point where he had almost complete mastery of the position, and he's the greatest <laughs> of all time. And it took him that long. This lad, all the talent in the world, to go and maybe be one of these guys. The the next coach is going to be a really big thing for him. If you know they can move on from Andy Reid in a few years' time, he's he's getting on a bit now he can probably coach for a bit longer he looks like he's reinvigorated with Mahomes a quarterback he's got that offence the offence knows exactly what it's doing it's the way in which they move the pieces though isn't it you know I would say personally uh, and I don't know whether you agree with this I think the Rams have got better pieces more better pieces so I think they've got Hill they've got Hunt outstanding they've got Kelsey outstanding but behind that I actually think the Rams have got better depth I think, you know, you can't really compare Cooks to Hill because I do think Hill's better. But equally, no one can keep up with Cooks either. You've got Cooper Cup, although he's that he's down injured now. Woods is massively underrated. You maybe don't have the tight end. You do have Sammy Watkins, though, in the Chiefs. So that's your second. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. You do have Sammy Watkins. And, even, and he's, he's all right at throwing a block on a bubble screen yeah. or something as and well. And even Connolly. Connolly's not a bad wide receiver. I think he gets sometimes under it, lost in that offence. You've got Todd Gurley as well. But yeah, I, I mean, it's good. I, I would actually argue the Chiefs have got better weapons. I would. Uh, but I think I, I think depth's the key there. I do think that Rams have got more weapons. They've got, they've got maybe less explosive weapons, but they've got more of them. So that what would suit Jared Goff more I think is I don't think he's he throws it effortlessly it's like a beautiful throw I don't think he can throw it anywhere near as hard or as fast as Mahomes agreed but that's what I was thinking about Goff I was like if that was the two minute drill and Goff was giving it to win the game I think he would have won the game yeah I think you throw on sidelines uh, yeah, I, I think, I think two throws straight down the middle in that last sort of thing and you're thinking alright I get it Like, but you're having to burn a time out here Tom Brady doesn't do that Aaron Rodgers doesn't yeah. do that Jared Goff probably doesn't do that channel. yeah so that's what I mean I'm, I'm, looking, at, I'm looking at Goff and like I've, I watched this game going this is potentially the two best quarterbacks going on it's going to be the Manning Brady rivalry of the next 10 years that's the way I was kind of looking at it's like these are we've been looking to who is going to be the next quarterback and we've a lot of people who've just haven't quite hit the height, you know, you Matt Stafford, you Matt Ryan, you those type quarterbacks who we know are good but they're not top level. Whereas these two two right now in the NFL got the potential to be those two that go for the next stories rivalry. So that's why I was watching. I was like, so who's gonna be the better out of these two? I think right now it's good right now Goff just because he seems to have that mastery of an offence. But we obviously Mahomes has all the abilities in the world, so it's going to be interesting to see. So, if you could, which one do you think will end up going down as the better quarterback? <laughs> That's such a difficult <laughs> question because I think Goff will win more. Yeah, I think you you might be talking about Mahomes as a Brett Favre type of generational talent, but makes the mistakes ultimately in the big games sometimes and. You know, that's a ridiculously early call on Pat Mahomes having, you know, seen him play 11 games in the NFL ultimately, or 12, sorry, if you include the one from last season. So I I am, I know I've got my dick on the table here and it's getting, it, it could be, you know, quite easily chopped off, which I don't want to happen, but I do think Goff... You've got, you got, you got enough kids, mate. I, do, yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> I do think probably Goff because I, I feel, it feels like, you know, when a quarterback gets to that point where they're just going to take what the defence gives you, feels like Goff is going to do that and Mahomes is going to force it. 
Yeah. Where'd you stand? I, I think Goff, because I think when the quarterbacks get paid, you then have to just, you then start having to use wide receivers that you got out the trash bin, like the Patriots have to, because quarterback gets all the money. I think when it comes to that, as good as Mahomes is, if no one can catch the ball, can he, even though he'll be able to make electrifying plays, will he be able to consistently move offences? And I think Goff's more set up to do that by picking, by using like, you know, the next man up mentality. And, that's and the scheme that, probably yeah. as well will help The scheme, him. and then also Goff's going to have a massive advantage and Sean McVay's not going anywhere. Whereas, as you just said, Andy Reid's 60. How long is Andy Reid going to last as an NFL head coach? Because it's a very high-pressure and stressful job. As much as he loves it, he's not a man in the best of health, naturally. <laughs> like, let's, there's, there's a physical right. thing that we can clearly see. He's not Pete Carroll. He's not Pete Carroll. He's in, like, who's 74 and looks 50. You know what I mean? He's not that kind of fella. So, I think Goff right now is set up to be the better quarterback but we might be talking about perhaps Mahomes being the most talented quarterback of all time kind of like the arguments I have now with Steve about Brady versus Rodgers Brady's the best quarterback of all time Rodgers couldn't be the most talented I think we might have that discussion yeah I think so and what it will come down to ultimately is it'll come down to rings as it always <laughs> does and maybe Goff will have more and you know what it feels like and again stupid early call on this type of stuff but McVay seems like a coach that anyone would want to play for Andy Reid's got that about him don't get me wrong because I think you know, you know you're gonna, you know you're gonna be in a, a really uplifting sort of offense. But I also feel like McVeigh will will have everybody bought into the team such that when Goff's contract comes around, he might not go for the biggest offer because he might just want to play with McVeigh for a few more years. In the same way that you know Favre was disappointed that Holmgren left him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like Goff will be like, I've I've had another coach. And I didn't enjoy that. <laughs> I'd like to stay for you. And if it means I'm going to take a little the bit hometown less discount. money. I mean, again, that's what Brady's been doing for years. Yep. The hometown. That's why you've never heard Tom Brady be the highest paid player in yep. the NFL. Because he takes those home grounds. Because he knows the best once, place to succeed. <laughs> the best place to succeed is at the Patriots with what they've got. So, yeah, um, I, I think he will take a home ground discount. But I still think that does mean you have to be able to throw to guys that are just, just another guy. But that's where the scheme comes in, isn't yeah. it, I suppose, isn't it? Okay, well, we'll, we'll move on then. Uh, talking about just another guy. Oh, that's harsh. Um, <laughs> that's really harsh. I'm so sorry. Um, Baltimore Ravens, quarterback this weekend, just gone. They won, I think it was 24-21, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Lamar Jackson comes in. First proper NFL start as a quarterback. Goes 13 of 19 for 150 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. You might read that and think, or listen to that, and think, well, that wasn't a very good game, was it? But then he had 27 rushing attempts for 117 yards. Um, bit mental. Mm-hmm. We were expecting him to run the ball a lot. 27 times though yeah I wasn't expecting 27 rushes double the amount of rushes Gurley got in the game against the Chiefs more than yeah I mean it was almost unheard of I'm not even sure Kaepernick had his prime was rushing 27 times or even RG3 for that matter but I think what we saw with Lamar Jackson is what we thought we'd see he's a running quarterback Um, we've seen that we've They've struggled to run the ball now since Ray Rice knocked out his wife. They they have not been able to run the ball, the Ravens, and it's been their issue. It's been that that problem because Joe Flacco <laughs> without a running game, it can't. 
He's not a thinking ton quarterback. No. He's a big arm quarterback who you need to have a good running game so he can throw it deep on play action. And they haven't been able to get it. But using the um, the option with Lamar Jackson and um, that's why I told you to write his name down. Gus Johnson, was it? Is it Johnson? Gus, Gus Edwards, sorry. I was thinking, isn't it Edwards? Yeah, with um, Jackson and Edwards finally gave them that running game that the Ravens have been needing. And as we've said, if you're going to have a try and play good defence in the NFL, you must have an elite running game. And that's how they've kind of finally manufactured a running game, which was good enough to beat Marvin Lewis. Yeah, 232 rushing yards from just those two. Throw another 18 in from Alex Collins as well, 250 yards on the ground. Um, Gus Edwards came from absolutely nowhere. He did his 115 yards and a touchdown on 17 carries. Is that the... Do you think... Do you think we'll just see this now? Or do you think Alex Collins has a chance of getting back in? I think Alex Collins is just going to be a role player now. I think he's going to be a bit more of the bruiser. Because they just looked much more faster. Just a lot faster using Edwards and Lamar Jackson. I mean, there's some plays there. Lamar Jackson, at one point, he was literally getting sacked by two people. Sandwich sacked. And he somehow got out of it. And it just seemed to tackle each other. It was great. Okay. And uh, then missed his throw. Question for you. How long is Lamar Jackson? Uh, how how long is Lamar Jackson's NFL career gonna last? Right, if it's like this, five years if that. Yeah. Basically, and is that a good thing? <laughs> is that a good thing for the Ravens? They've not got the roster for a, a short cycle at the moment and a Super Bowl run. Um, well, the way I see it is, if you're gonna draft Lamar Jackson, if you're gonna have a run first QB, then you have to just accept. They're not a QB for 15 to 20 years. They are, at best, you might get them healthy for 10 years. And all you can do is try and limit the reps at every opportunity. And maybe try and limit the runs to the playoffs. Try and get there without running until you get to the playoffs. And then unleash them because it's not sustainable. You, you will get injured. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo ruins his knee for doing a stupid sideline move. It's just it's not sustainable to do to play that way. So unless you so unless you want to bank on it and you really want to go for it and you've got someone behind them who can just do the same offense. So having RG three as the backup makes perfect sense. It is one of the few landing spots where if someone said they sign Colin Kaepernick tomorrow, I'll go yeah, that makes, makes sense. sense. That makes sense. But outside that, I just think it's not sustainable. But it's what Jim Harbour did, and that's how we um, got. Well, tried to get the San Francisco 49ers over the hump. He got rid of Alex Smith, who was the most mediocre quarterback going, and then just went, right, we're just going to run it with this guy, Colin Kaepernick, who... For a few weeks at the end of the year. You're not, not all season. Yeah, you're not going to know that he can't throw the ball, because there's just going to be not enough tape on it. It wasn't until after a year and a bit, people kind of went, oh, Kaepernick can't throw, has no touch, he can just throw it as hard as he possibly can, and that's his only ability in run. So, it, it, it can give them a good run this season, maybe next season, but then... I don't know where this family ends up with the Ravens. No, I think if, if there's nothing wrong with a little bit of short-term viewing, as I'm sure Oakland Raiders fans will probably <laughs> agree with me this season. I, I think they're sitting there going, no, long-term's the way forward. Well, well <laughs> they, they have to convince themselves <laughs> of that, though, generally, otherwise they're literally not getting out of bed in the morning at the moment. Um, but it, it, it feels very, it feels very, very risky to me to go out and... and Listen, for any for any head coach to go out and get a running quarterback, it feels very, very risky because if there are players are available who can lead your offence for 15 years and you get 
five years of them or whatever on the rookie contract and you can build something with them. I'm not even sure they last five. You, you can't possibly tell me between now and the end of the season he's going to have between 20 and 30 carries a game. That's crazy. That's yeah. that's crazy. That felt like to me that that was like we're just going to unleash him to this week. I don't think I don't think we'll see that next week. But I think that'll be telling if we do. If we tell if we, if we see that next week, that's basically them saying we're using our QB like a running back. We're just going to use his best abilities and we're just going to ride this wave and see where my, it takes my, us. My issue with this, right, is, and, and maybe it's more of a thing, you know, you're going to bring someone down, uh, the defence, they're going to they're going to have to start accounting for the quarterback, which is fine, that opens up the passing game. But is he a good enough passer to be able to hit an open man? Because from what I saw, I didn't think he was very good. Um, He, he made some... Okay, throw some weird, some sidearm throws, which I don't really want. They're impressive, but we don't want to see them because then that's an issue about mechanics, but which I'm not really going to go into because I'm not a mechanic expert. But his interception I felt was bad. I thought that was a bad interception. He threw it straight to it. There was a guy open, but he had no touch and he threw it like a dart to the um, Bengals. I think it was a linebacker, um, and that was an issue. And that was a big worry because the guy was open. It just had to be a touch throw over. He needs the archer. So we're going to have to see can he throw it accurately enough because he's not that big of a... Like, he's not Cam Newton. No. I'm always about this that Cam Newton's a different breed of quarterback. He's like six foot five and built like a tight end. Lamar Jackson isn't. He's a lot more slight. So he's more sustainable to those hits. It's going to be a bigger issue for him. Okay, talking about big issues, I had a big issue this weekend, you know, and, and that was the Khalil Mack issue. <laughs> I think a lot of teams and fans are running into the Khalil Mack issue. Um, I now officially hate John Gruden and hope he fails miserably in the Raiders. You were his one supporter as well. I was literally his one supporter, <laughs> and, and, and fuck you, Gruden, because why did you put him in our fucking division? Why do I have to see he that was man so twice? He determined as well. He wanted to go send him to the Packers and then went to the Bears. It's like... Oh my god, if he went to the Packers, man. That would have been the stuff of nightmares. But it's bad enough. He's made the one team that he could rely on in the last five years to be shite the best team in our division. He is an absolute game wrecker. There's not a play that goes by where he's not up in someone's fucking grid, fucking shit up. I mean, it's ridiculous. Force fumbles, sacks, strips, tips. <laughs> Fuck off, Mac, you know what I mean? You're just being a bellend now. Stop being a fucking show-off. Nobody likes a fucking show-off. And Gruden, fuck you too. <laughs> there was no question there, Jenna, but I'd like you to agree with me, please. No, I love it. I mean, let him run. I mean, I've been very reluctant to jump on the Bears bandwagon. I've I don't rate Trubisky, but he runs it excellently. He's got as an offense, he's got his legs are brilliant. Like running, he's one of the best running quarterbacks we've seen, and he's. So and then they got Matt Nagy, who's one of the greatest. Who looks like he is that offensive mind. That even though the Chiefs don't seem to have missed a step, he seems to have taken a lot from his Chiefs days to the Bears. And then they have just got this great defense. I mean, don't forget about Keem Hicks. Yeah, Keem Hicks Akeem is just Hicks. destroying plays as well. It's the <laughs> two of them destroying offensive. And when see, I picked the Vikings to win this because I thought they'd be the better team. Yeah, same and way. then after watching the game, I was like. This was a match-up nightmare. Vikings got a terrible offensive line. They're not running the ball consistently. 
and they're having macking hicks coming at them. You can't run the ball against them. And I reckon I timed that you've got about 0.36 of a second mm. to get the ball out of your hands before Mac's gonna fucking and Hicks are gonna get in and get you. Yeah. I mean it, it like you, you just can't run at them. You, you can't you can't do Dalvin Cook had nothing in this game whatsoever. You rotate Murray in, nothing. Murray's been brilliant this season for us again. Cook's still finding his feet, I understand that. Like, you know, he's coming back from the injury. Thielen, we couldn't get into game, but I'm I'm pretty certain that was a game plan thing as well. Obviously, having um, Stefan Diggs missing for the previous game before the bye, I always thought we'd go heavy on Stefan Diggs in this game, and we did do, and he was he was good, and he was a shining light in that. And obviously, you, you're probably banking on the Bears schematically trying to take Thielen out of the game anyway, so I always felt we'd do that. The one thing that I've got at the moment, and my big issue with the Vikings, and you know maybe this is unfair, is. I really think we're missing Pat Sherman. I, I, do, I, I don't think Di Filippo is as good as Sherman was. And maybe it's because it'll take time. Maybe it's because it's his first year. Maybe it's because it's the quarterback's first year. But right now we've taken a little bit of a step backwards, and that's really. And the defense isn't quite playing at that level either. Yeah, um, but then the thing with Di Filippo is there's a lot of people arguing in Philadelphia they miss John Di Filippo. So there's everyone seems to be. I mean. When a coach goes, suddenly your all your problems must be a oh, well to that coach because the easy fix, the easy fixes. He was the quarterbacks coach in Philly, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he wasn't had, the offensive coordinator. No, so Frank he's, was a Frank Reich was yeah, the offensive coordinator. The but yeah, so I'm saying there's people saying, well, maybe do they miss him? Does he miss? There's a lot of that because like, is the Gi- Giants' offense very good? And, no. I mean, I know they beat the Bucks, but the Bucks threw about twelve ten of us or something stupid like that. It's the Bucks. No one's asked. Um, so yeah, I think your offensive line is not very good, no, yeah. and that's an issue when your offensive line is not very good. I think the defense has taken a step back as well. And then last year they had the running game of McKinnon and Murray, and it was a great one-two punch that no one really seems to be able to stop. That seems to have gone. So I just think the Vikings' offense has come back to the pack. You're getting miracles. You seem to get miracles all the time last season, and then the defense isn't as good. And the defence has been really good on third downs. I think they might even still be the best yeah. on third downs in the league. But it seems like we've gone more to that bend-don't-break st- style yeah. of defence, whereas we were just like three-and-out in teams every yeah. every drive almost last season. And the, bi- the big thing is people are picking on our linebackers. You know, they're trying to pass on them because they're big, they're strong, of course they are, and they're great at you know, pressuring the quarterback and you never know where the blitz is coming from, which is still exactly the same. But if you can get them one on one with like Anthony Barr or something like that or Ben Gideon, they're just not able to go with these quick slight yeah. guys in the middle of the field. It's basically moment. just sticking a slot receiver on Anthony Barr seems to be the the answer. And they'll keep doing it until we can stop it. Yeah. And, and we're not gonna be able I, to I stop don't it. Think with you can stop it. Yeah, I don't think you can stop it. And it there's problems now with the Vikings. There's there was a time when we thought, well maybe they are one of the great teams in the NFC and now we're like they're a good team. I no longer see them as a Super Bowl contender. No, I don't, no, do I. I don't see them being able to keep up with the Saints or the Rams or anyone else yeah, of that calibre. They gave me one good year. One. You, you got that one year where you thought it was all going well. Yeah, it was going great. <laughs> we were going to play Super Bowl in our own stadium. It was going to be I'm magic. St- I'm still disappointed. I think we'd have won that Super Bowl if we'd have played Juice. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck you. You've had enough of them, to be fair. Okay, um... Have you changed your opinion on Mitch Trubisky, Annie? Um, I just, again, 
he's, he's much better runner. I've been saying he's Jake Locker. Alright, I'll give him credit. He's a much better runner than Jake Locker. But what days actually remind me of now is the last year's Jaguars with a much better offence. Mm-hmm. That defence is so good. And the quarterback can you make plays with he's his legs. He's got pieces as well, hasn't he? And he's know? got pieces. Like, I still might be wrong. I'm still a big fan of Alan Robinson. Mm-hmm. I believe it's his poor quarterback play. Why? He's been poor for three years or whatever it is now. It's because he's had Blake Bortles and Mitch Stabitsky. It's not the best two quarterbacks in the world. Um, but I think there's room for growth. I think he might he might become a consistent Alex Smith level quarterback with even better legs than Alex Smith. That's fine. With if with you when you've got a monster defense behind you, that is fine. That that could be potentially be enough to even win a Super Bowl. No, it could be. And listen, I, I I've always thought he was slightly better than you. Are different opinions on him. He's got some good pieces. I I really like that Tariq Cohen. I know we did a good job on him, mm. um, but he's a difference maker for me. Tariq Cohen, Jordan Howard's still a good running back. You know, you got the you got the pieces on the outside. I think he's got some good tidy pieces and an offensive guru yeah. behind him so who will get the best out of him. Um, I would fear playing the Bears in the postseason. Anybody should fear them because that defense can shut anybody down, and that and that. I, I, you're right. You've you've nailed it there. The this season, Jacksonville Jaguars. There is no better compliment to give them, and I think you've absolutely nailed that. Now, you did just mention Alex Smith, and I think it's about time we did talk about him. Um, horrific, horrific injury. I mean, I don't, I, I can't. I think, but two of the most horrific things I saw on Sunday. Did you see that woman? What's her name? Who, who had the car crash? In the in the Macau Grand Prix, Grand Prix. No, I don't follow motor racing at all. Well, you don't need to follow motor racing to see this crash. That was horrific, and then what was just as horrific um, was Alex Smith was a double leg break. Yeah, I mean, poor ladly. But it, it was so it was mad all the parallels to to Joe Tarzan, you know, thirty three on your day, both on the forty yard line, both there was a couple of other just mad ones which you know the same. It's interesting to me because I think this might make Alan Smith done. Because I think Alex Smith's best... Alex. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm saying Alex. I'm just not speaking properly because for me, this is very early. For everyone else, this is the even. For me, this is very early. Um, I think the pro- I always felt his best options was always when he ran the ball. I thought that was his best. That was when he was at his best and made the most plays because he obviously thrown a deep was never an option for him. And now with two leg breaks, I don't see how he comes back. No, no, and you know what? I feel I feel a bit for the Redskins fans as as well, and the entire organization because I think they were onto something a little bit different this year. And I know they were never they're never Super Bowl contenders. Don't get me wrong, but you could see a way where they can win games, you know. And with Peterson, who has just kind of rolled back the clock a little bit with Smith, who was out there to prove people long, wrong. Sorry, I felt like they had a chance in, in every game they went into. Uh, whereas now, I mean, if you're just going to give the ball to AP, it's going to be a lot easier to stop them. Yeah, um, Colt McCoy is now going to take over that offense, and, and he looked all right to be fair. He looked apparently did quite high on Colt McCoy, but I can still remember watching for the Browns, so I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Browns cast off quarterbacks don't tend to do well anywhere else. (laughs) But um, I think me and Steve broke down the NFC East and what we thought was going to happen. And I say to him, and this before Smith's injury, would you be surprised if Redskins found a way to lose every game from now on? 
And the answer They've was done it. Not <laughs> really. <laughs> They've basically done it already. When was, did you say this last week? Yeah. <laughs> you absolutely jinxed <laughs> The answer was not really. And um, I think it just reopens that NFC East up because there's not. I think all the teams. Dallas are, looks like they're starting to a little bit of a roll though. Yeah, they might get a roll and go nine and seven and win the division and get blown out in the playoffs because they're not a good team because no one in the NFC East is a good team. That Van Der Esch is a decent linebacker and I quite like him actually. I do. I'm saying they got a good defense, but I don't think they got much else. No, I mean your, your offense is literally Ezekiel Elliott still. Um, but you know what? Yeah. He's a very good player, and he can. <laughs> you he know can what? Still yeah, I, I mean, I can't give them the abuse I usually give because I now think they're going to the playoffs because I think the division's that bad. Yeah, no, that's that's high praise there from Jeno. <laughs> that's um, high praise to me. That's as nice as he's going to get. Um, so, should we get into some of the weekly uh, pick'em stuff then, mate? Um, yeah. Let's start with the Thursday. Oh, thanks, Stephen. Thanks. That's why we're filming early. It's throwing the entire week off here. The three <laughs> games, three games on Thanksgiving. Thanks be for that. Uh, we have got the Bears, Lions, the Redskins, Cowboys. That's a great Thanksgiving game, of course. Uh, and the Falcons, Saints. Historically, <laughs> um, historically, yeah, too bad, yeah. No. Bears at Lions, TDJ. I'm going for the um, Bears, yeah. But I think it's interesting that Lions keep beating good teams and they get beat by everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think this is one of those games where the snow practice will really help out my position? It might be. Uh, you know what? I love the fact that he's just gone. Fuck you all. I'm doing it my way, and we won the game anyway. Shut up. Yeah. I, I do love the way he, like the asking went. Well, falling on snow is better for you than falling on artificial turf anyway. You fucking idiot. I, I, love, I actually quite like my position, the head coach, because he's got a little bit of the Bill Belichick of Rad, but instead of Bill Belichick just going, "What a stupid question." He actually answers with like a biting comment back, and I'm like, "Yeah." Like I loved it when he called out the guy who was like. Lying down, slouched in his chair, and asking questions, being a snow. He asked him to yes, sit up and respect. talk to me properly. I love it. Yeah, no, that, uh, why? Why wouldn't you? I mean, uh, I've got bears as well. Uh, I think they're going to eat the lions apart. Okay, um, Keyshawn Johnson has got injured, so that's going to be a massive problem. Um, Redskins at Cowboys. Um, I'm afraid on a short week, <laughs> I don't give the I don't give the Redskins any chance here. No, I think the Cowboys will win. Yeah, um, Falcons at Saints. The inconsistent, I think it's fair to say, Atlanta Falcons against what I think is the best team of football. What I think is going to win the Super Bowl, I think it's going to be the Saints. I, I, I don't think this game's going to be close. No, this could be. <sighs> well, Drew Brees is getting taken out of the game again with. 10 minutes but oh d- while we're talking about the Saints did you read the um, Peter King article this, is it this morning in America it's called now yeah. on Monday or something? you know what I had that lined up to read and work last night and I was like I'll get a chance to read that that game went between the Rams and the thing he went on so long I didn't get a chance to read it it was absolutely superb if you've not read Peter King's Monday column go and, go and check it out I mean if you've, if you've heard of us and are watching us and you haven't read Peter King like stop watching us and just go and read Peter King because you're doing it all wrong. Yeah, um, <laughs> like genuinely, this is just backwards. We, this we, is just... we just take the piss and have a laugh. Um, read some actual football knowledge. Yeah, so Peter King is, in my opinion, the best there is uh, regarding the game. Um, and he had access uh, prior to the Saints game, the Saints blowout game this weekend, um, and. 
Uh, it was obviously against the Philadelphia Eagles. They were doing a run through the first 15 plays in a ballroom in the Carlton Ritz, I think it was, something like that. And Peter King was there and was able to ask questions and soak it up and see how the game planned and see how they had the meetings and see how Breeze and, and Payton put that, that game plan together. And it's just an absolutely fantastic article. What I love about it more than anything else is Sean Payton doesn't give a flying fuck who's in there because they can't understand what the plays are anyway. And B he'll change it next week and it's all for now anyway yeah and that's that's what Sean Payton does it goes week to week so it doesn't make a difference like I was reading I did see the play where the um, spread both Breeze yeah, and, and Hill, Taysom Hill and Taysom Hill out and then Taysom Hill quickly and just went yeah that's what we do we, you'll never see us do that again well you will but, but you'll see Drew but Breeze. Breeze will get it yeah. yeah and probably be like a shovel past the hill and they'll be like well what are you going to do about so that so he said so and there's no quarterback in the backfield <laughs> I, I mean we had this discussion, was it three weeks ago? I've missed a couple of weeks, haven't we, about the best offensive man in the league. I stand by what I said. I do think it's Sean Payton still. I, yeah, I think I was a little bit disrespectful when I said it was Sean McVay rather than Sean Payton. The fact that I dismissed him, I'm not saying it, it is not Sean McVay, but I think the dismissal of Sean Payton when you brought him up was a little bit disrespectful, but I just think this the Saints are incredible, and I do love the way Payton just, just goes... Oh fuck off! If you want to see it, you can see it. You can't stop us anyway. Yeah, that's it. And the pieces that he's got, and the players, Kamara. I mean, Ingram, uh, just Thomas. I mean, even it's that um, the, the rookie wide receiver the draft is starting to make in hills. His name is it Smith. I'm, I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, I think that's. I think that's what his name is. Even he's get blue for like a hundred yards last game. Stop that offense, mate. You, you you can't, and they're a well-rounded side. And my criticism of Sean Payton, and I think I said this last year on the show, is that I didn't think he was a very good head coach. And my that was my issue with him. I, I didn't respect him as a as a head coach because how many years have they had a, just a shit defense for? And you know, I think he needed to address that. What I will say is, Sean McVay might be a better head coach than Sean Payton. Because Sean McVeigh's clever enough to go and get Wade Phillips. Yeah. Whereas Sean Payton was dealing with some absolute no marks and divvies and Greg Williams was there and all kinds of things. They won the Super Bowl with Greg Williams. Yeah, yeah, I know, (laughs) but I think they should have won more Super Bowls with Drew Brees and and the offence that they've always managed and always seemed to have. And I never really... I never gave him too much credit on the offensive side of things because he never got the running game going. Yeah. I think... We got this in this running game that they got now. We've got what they had in 2007 when they had Deuce McAllister and Reggie Bush. They got a great one two punch, and no one can stop it. It also means Drew Brees doesn't have to throw 60 yeah. times. What I couldn't ever understand is why did it take him 10 years to get that back? You know what I mean? It always felt like it was just a massive oversight for me. I was like, you've got one of the best quarterbacks that's ever been. But there's literally no running game there and you become one dimensional even though you're still so difficult yeah that's the great thing that's why he's so good they were one dimensional and they were still getting 5,000 yard seasons there was a point where it just looked like the only option was throw to Jimmy Graham for 50 yards for touchdown and that never seemed to be able to stop so no. I don't know anyway they're, they're going to beat the Falcons we spent far too much time <laughs> yeah. um, sorry it's okay we're, 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 we're absolutely fine uh, because we've got the Raiders up next and they're playing at the Baltimore Ravens Um Raiders won last week, so of course I'm going Ravens. Ravens. Lamar Jackson to rush for 100 yards. I nearly went 150. 100 yards, but to make less than 20 runs. 
yeah, I mean that's a that's a good solid shout. Um, and then we've got the Jacksonville. They reinvigorated after one win, six losses. Oh, six losses and one win. I think it was um, in that order. They reinvigorated, run heavy. Leonard Fournette led Jacksonville Jaguars versus the three and seven Buffalo Bills. Um, Jaguars maybe. I thought I. You know what, mate. They were playing Jaguars football again last week. Yeah, um, see, me and Steve said this, like, don't be surprised if the Jaguars don't just somehow pull out a win against the Steelers, because that's what they've done over the last couple of years. They've had that number, sometimes just have a matchup which doesn't suit you, and they look like they were back to that. They did, but, until about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, Ben picked them apart, yeah. and... It, it, I, I, I mean, I was watching that one, and I remember thinking to myself, Jane and Ramsey has just had you on toast here, Ben. And he, all the comments that you've made mm. in the media, he's proven right. And then Big Ben steps up and goes and wins the game. And he picked on him at the end as well. That was the surprise. I think he picked on Ramsey in the fourth quarter after Ramsey played so well. So I don't know. I, I, they're not good, and they're not the other ones. Not even worth talking about. Okay. Um, Seahawks at Panthers, two informed sides. Panthers are at home. I'm going to go with the away side here. I I like this Seattle Seahawks side again. I think Pete Carroll's done an incredible job to get them back to where they are. And you know the defense isn't going to be the same as it was. Don't get me wrong, but they've got a rushing attack. They look very good in that department. Russell Wilson's getting time in the pocket. And they're looking dangerous, you know. Lock, is it Tyler Lockhart? How'd you say it, Lockhart? And Doug Baldwin both had big days last time out. And if they can continue to get production from those two and the running game, then the defense is good enough to beat teams. Yeah, I mean, means the again one of the shows you missed. We talked about the Panthers coming up the hill. Like you need to watch out for the Panthers. They've lost the last two games. <laughs> Just bad <laughs> Just. Bad jinx, clearly. Well, I, I well, they lost them. What I, my problem with them is, I said I don't think they can come back. Mm-hmm. I said I don't think that they're built to come back from behind. So if they go behind early to the to the Seahawks, I think that'll be a win. But me pick'em's going on the Panthers. I think they okay. need to. I think they're good enough to still be in that playoff mix. Okay, not. I mean, I do disagree with you in that because I picked the Seahawks. What I find. Interesting here is that Seattle were four and five going into last week, and it was make or break for them. And they obviously come away with the the win against Green Bay, don't they? And I, I thought they were very very good in that regard. They kind of are already playing playoff football, and the Panthers losing those two games on the bounce for me is a mentality thing that they need to get over this game. So you, you it's either going to go one way. It's either, of course, it's going to go one of two ways. <laughs> You're going to be right or I'm going to be right. Nah, it could be a tie. It could be a tie. Let's hope it's not. But what I mean, what I'm trying to drive at here is that the Panthers, they need to be in the mode that Seattle Seahawks were in last week. And are they going to be able to get up for that? Of course they probably can. It's going to be an interesting thing to see how they bounce back anyway. Yeah, my only other take on the Panthers is, if you're going for a two-point conversion, just run Cam Newton. Just run him. Just whatever you do, have a run bootleg. If it's not there, just say run straight. But you're bigger, you're stronger. <laughs> you're, you're bigger, faster. you're stronger. And cornerbacks don't want to tackle you. Yeah, I must admit, the Panthers fans must have had their heart in the mouth when he went off 
injured in the, in the last game. Like, I mean, that's their season over if that was to happen. Um, so, uh, the three, six, and one Browns um, versus the five and five Bengals at the Bengals. I'm going to go Bengals. Yeah, see you, mate, mate. It's a very Bengals win now. <laughs> <laughs> um, seven and three Patriots at the uh, three and seven New York Jets. Patriots. Uh, yeah. Um, three and seven Giants at the four and six Eagles. This is this, this is actually, is, a, this is actually a hard one. game to pick because the Eagles look terrible and Giants offense is starting to click a little bit against really bad teams. Luckily for them, the Eagles look like a bad team. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I'm going Eagles I just hate I, the Giants I am going Eagles as well and I was keeping a close eye on this Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles game um, up until I fell asleep uh, very late but Wentz was I mean just eating alive he was he was fucking terrible and I had him in one of my fantasy teams that's why I was watching it so intently like because but I think my two quarterbacks in that league are something like Brady and, and, and Wentz and obviously he was on a bye so I had no choice but I, I was happy I was like yeah you know what that'll be fine he'll get a few points he got me like 0.8 of a fucking point at quarterback you know what I mean he was shocking 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 what are you playing at don't you know how important fantasy football is to us um, not really to me I won it once and then I've not paid that much attention ever since you're in our league I, I am very mediocre in our league I am the Marvin Lewis of our <laughs> league <laughs> the guy <laughs> amazing um, so we're going 2 and 8 49 is 3 and 7 bucks um, James Winston was back in the game yeah at the weekend um, um, well, no, Fitzmagic has well and truly run out <laughs> Black Friday sale gone all sold yeah uh, Winston back in looked alright actually yeah, but then he also had a couple of turnovers by fumbling it, like because it's Winston. That's I'd, what he does. I mean, basically the books they're gonna have to clean house, clean quarter, get rid of the GM, get rid of all the quarterbacks, and just start again. <laughs> so, Leave Tampa as well. On that, Tampa's not a good place for an American football team. On that basis, who are you picking in this game? <laughs> I've got to even playing. Forty Niners. <laughs> oh God knows. Um, at the books. At the books. That was your next question, wasn't it? Who's <laughs> it's I, how I split them. I'm going 14 out of this. Why books. not? I'm Why going books. Um, and I don't think we need to spend too long on this. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Chargers. Well, Chargers are another one who I was like, oh, look how well they're doing. And then <laughs> just a terrible, <laughs> terrible jinx. <laughs> well, I also picked them to go to the Super Bowl and they're doing much better than everyone else thought they would. I'm going Chargers. I think Rosen can't move. So, playing against Ingram and Bosa not being able to move, that sounds like a recipe for disaster. Gordon, Rivers, Antonio Gates still making catches. I mean, I don't know what Williams, the world comes Allen. to. I mean, yeah, they're going to blow them out of the water, to be fair. Uh, this is a really interesting one, though. The 5-5 five and five Dolphins going at the 5-5 five and five Indianapolis Colts. Colts are looking good in an offensive sense. They are on a bit of a roll right now. Colts, and- Colts have got the best offensive... Well... After the Steelers, the best offense they're flying in the team, league. Andy Luck hasn't been sacked now in about five games. This is the most uncult like thing I've ever known. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Since when did the Colts not let Andrew Luck just get sacked all the time? Yeah, and Andrew Luck now as well doesn't extend plays with his legs. He just goes, all right, let's, it's maybe better if we just don't get hit. 
very clever way to play football. And you know what? I it's exactly what I would do. I mean, imagine <laughs> us in the pocket and these big guys coming at you. I'd be crouching over. I, I, I have, I'd be looking for my big nasty centre, and I'd be under him like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the Colts at the moment. I am. I mean, they made going steal the south. That that they looked that good. And there's no questions over over Luke's arm strength at the moment as yeah. well. T. Y. Hilton is as he always has been a top wide receiver. Yeah. Um, someone and might have said he was got done. a bit of a running game. Someone might have said he was done. <laughs> yeah. Did you? Oh mate, it <laughs> didn't go very well. Um, no, the Colts look very good team. I, can't see it. No, I think the Dolphins are crap. I know the five and five. I still think they're crap. Um, Steelers um, against the Broncos. I I owe Mike Tomlin an apology uh, for saying he's like the the worst coach side in football um, when they were like two two and one and then now like seven two and one. We all bought the sky has fallen narrative, didn't we? Me well, and you felt very hard. Time, I was I was there on my back going. <laughs> and apparently it wasn't apparently Mike Tomlin is a great coach and can rally his troops uh, James Conner wasn't great at the weekend that Jacksonville Jaguars defence obviously did a little bit of a number on him uh, first game obviously with the bell stuff uh, all you know done and forgotten about um, slight concern there probably not um, I think the Steelers are going to absolutely tramp the Denver Broncos yeah I don't think the Broncos are good uh, Chargers can't seem to play the Broncos I've lost like lost 12-15 so I don't know why we thought Chargers would beat them, but I think the Steelers are just a much better team. I think that offense, no one knows really how to stop it properly. Because when Ben got rolling, you got Juju Schmidt, you got Antonio Brown, you got Vance McDonald, and then you got Vance McDonald doesn't even use that much, and he's he's boss like he's, him. He's, he's used the same way um, he flated is. It's just when you need that third down short yardage, just throw it up to him. It's fine. Their offense is great. I, I can't see anything but a Steelers win. Come on, Broncos. Come and on, then Broncos. the big one on Sunday night. Yes. Packers Vikings at Minnesota. I'm saying it right here, right now. The Vikings are going to beat the Packers. If the Vikings win, do the Packers sack McCarthy? The Vikings are going to draw with the Packers. <laughs> Mike McCarthy keeps his job. Oh, he said Mick McCarthy. I did, I, did, I, did, I, did, I did as well, mate. Um, you know, would it, would Mike McCarthy be as sexy if he put his eyebrows up to the camera like that? <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Packers are an organisation that would sack him now. I think they'll wait until the end of the season. Yeah, but the. Surely the writing's got to be on the wall. Oh, it is absolutely. I, I I fully agree with that. I don't think that you can see just by looking at Rogers that he hates him. Yeah. Thinks he's shit. Thinks he should be the head coach. Probably not far wrong. Um, do you know what wouldn't surprise? I was just thinking about this then. Do you know they sack Mike McCarthy? Do you think they go for Adam Gase? I don't know. Just putting it out there. Packers fans, would you like Adam Gase to be head coach? I. Because I don't know whether Adam Gase is good or not. I, I still haven't decided. Yeah. It's an interesting one. I mean... I've just dropped it on you, haven't I? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know who they go for. Could they go for a defensive coach? Well, that's the other thing. Do you go for a defensive coach and then let Rodgers just run his offence? Yeah. I mean, get someone like that. Who was the guy who used to run Manning's offence? The really old guy, white hair... Gave him, gave Manning two plays. 
was he was absolutely he was a great offensive coordinator for Manning at the Colts. Oh, what's the guy's name? I've completely stayed now. Damn it! Why isn't stay? <laughs> um, but you know, just a steady pair of hands is the offensive coordinator who's going to go and let a quarterback go and run the offense and get a fucking defense in and actually give Rodgers a chance at another couple of Super Bowls. That's what I would do. I wouldn't go offensive. You got you got the, you got the coordinator on the fucking field. You need a fucking good game manager as well. Because hang on. Mike McCarthy, shit. What are you fucking punting for there, you douchebag? I just, right, I've, are you not watching the NFL? There's no point in punting anymore. There's no point in kick, doing kick after um, touchdowns. There's no point in punting. Go for two and throw it. This is Madden now. That's that's the way we live in. It's Madden rules because that's what the Saints are so good at. Saints just go, what, fourth down? Fuck it, we'll, go, we'll just go for it. Stop us again. And it's so hard to stop things from getting 10 yards in four attempts. Mm-hmm. Was it Tom Moore? I don't know. I'm gonna to have to check it know. now. <laughs> um, right, while I while I check that, then Geno, uh, we've got one more game to go. It's the five and five Titans at the seven and three Houston Texans. Um, who are you going for? Is it, is it Tom Moore? This is the action of the other team of Jinx. I started to jump back on the Titans bandwagon, so obviously the Texans going to absolutely smoke them because that's what happens. Um, when I watching the way the Titans beat the Patriots. It did, they show me a lot to make me think that they were actually a good team and then watching them get absolutely housed by the Colts it was the ultimate jinx Marcus Mariota I don't think people realise that sacks are usually the QB's fault yeah. I don't think they realise enough that sacks are the QB's fault and Mariota gets sacked a lot yeah um, just for anyone who gives a shit it was Tom Moore um, who was <laughs> and he's, he's 80 years old now so not him but somebody who's going to let him uh, I think the Texans are going to win um, and that's enough for this show then uh, Tom thank you very much for joining me thank you for watching don't forget to leave your thoughts in the comment section below and we'll see you next time on Cover 2 TV Tara that is a concern yeah <laughs> it just as I start talking about the Titans stars are flashing